Hello and welcome back to Bolt FM in 2020. You're listening to Scotland's longest-running youth radio station and for the next two weeks we're going to be live from about 9am till 11pm most nights. Uh, we're going to be bringing you young people from across Glasgow's northeast and beyond, so that's in communities like Royston and Rukesi, from Deniston um, and Black Hill, of course. And on top of that, we're going to be showcasing some of the hard work that young people have been putting in over the past uh, year and trying to play some of the best bits of Bolt and some of the stuff that we've been doing. So with that, I'd like to play out what was a really important, amazing interview that was done last year. Um, this was from a young person, Courtney, um, and she is into doing an interview here about the Night Stop, which is an amazing service for young people uh, that runs in Glasgow, and you're going to hear a bit about more about it right now. More recording? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah? Okay. Okay, so, hello, I am Courtney Welsh, and you're listening to Bolt FM. Bolt FM is currently investigating homelessness in Scotland, and we're here creating a documentary to explore some of the key issues surrounding that. So, today I'm joined in the studio by Laura Batchelor from the charity Night Stop. Thank you for being here today. You're, thanks for having me. Fab, so I've just got a few questions to run through with you. So, to start us off, can you give us just a brief description of Night Stop and your role within it? Um, so... Night Stop Glasgow is a part of a wider uh, Night Stop UK network. Night Stop UK began, traces back to 1985, the Archbishop of Canterbury released his Faith in the City report, um, which highlighted the growing number of youth homelessness within the city. Um, the Leeds churches responded to that idea with um, community hosting. They, they thought that's, that's how we're going to tackle it in Leeds. So in 1987, the first Night Stop was established in Leeds. In 1997, a national night stop network was then set up. In 2007, night stop became a part of the national homeless charity, DePaul UK. And in 2018, 31 night stops uh, services around the UK and one in Canada. So we've gone global, people. <laughs> uh, and in January 2018, that was when night stop Glasgow launched. My role um, is youth development worker for Simon Community Scotland. So. Simon Community Scotland is one of the largest homeless charities um, or provider of homeless services within Scotland. Operates across Glasgow, Edinburgh and North Lanarkshire. Um, and they are looking at, well, we already work with people in homelessness. How do we go about preventing homelessness? And that was when they linked up with Night Stop UK and Night Stop Glasgow arrived. Incredible. So what are you doing to help tackle the current issue of homelessness in Scotland and in Glasgow? Like, how does your project work and what's the process? Just insights. So the uniqueness about Night Stop Glasgow is it is completely free. Um, because it's facilitated through community hosting, um, there's no cost to the young person beyond their sort of usual day-to-day -day living expenses. Yeah. Nights, if they come into the service, Night Stop will um, support them with their travel costs. We can support with other um, sort of necessity costs. So for example, if a young person um, doesn't have any credit in their phone, we will provide a, a phone top up um, so that they can contact us because it's a night by night service, it's an emergency service, and when they're in the service, they need to be able to contact us 
Um, so we make sure that they have they have that. Um, the fact that it's free means that students, um, people who are in employment, um, can access the accommodation and they don't need to give up things like education and their employment. Um, this is all tied into benefits and how benefits can impact people who are in receipt of SAS or you know their wages. Yeah. Um, it becomes very tricky for people. When you don't have accommodation, it impacts on everything in your life. So Night Stop, you, or Night Stop Glasgow, because it's free, you can continue with those really positive um, engagements that you already have. Definitely. So can you just give us a slight picture of why Night Stop exists and some of the challenges that it addresses? Again, well, Night Stop UK, um, the housing systems um, between England and Scotland are slightly different. Yeah. Um, so Night Stop um, down south, very prevalent. It's in most of the major cities. Um, and they all run slightly differently. They all, they all have their own wee, uh, unique way of delivering it. Um, but up in Glasgow... Um, 16 to 25 year olds and again it is aimed specifically well anybody can use it's you know anybody in a moment of crisis but it's a respite service more than anything yeah so the system at the moment if you become homeless you become homeless so you are already in that that hard hard situation you go you present to your local casework team they'll source you um, accommodation and then you're you're in the accommodation and it is sort of an undetermined amount of time that you're in that and while you're in there it's very hard to begin to engage with any other productive um, thing to do you know um, whereas Night Stop Glasgow what we aim it to be is a filter for, for young people to pass through before they come to that homelessness before they're in that crisis we want to be, you know, we, we want them to, to access us prior to that. So even if it's a glimmer of a possibility, you know, if there's a problem at home, whatever that problem might be, whether it be a bit of a relationship breakdown um, with family members, whether it be overcrowding, if you're sofa surfing, Night Stop UK is just another resource for you to use. And what we found is for people who do use it as a respite service, so that's they maybe only need one night a week or they maybe only need us one night in a blue moon kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's just knowing that Night Stop Glasgow exists is enough to reduce the tension at home. Um, so we do we do aim to be a, you know the, the first point of contact as well. And also, we want to be in an information and advice centre. So even if we can't support you or, you know, because we will assess what your situation is. If, if we're not the right service for you, we'll get you to the service that is right for your situation. Um, so it's, you know, we want people to contact us. We want to guide people to the right place and, and get the right support. Yeah, definitely. Um, so kind of what we're trying to do here is challenge what people think about homelessness so what are some common things that you think people kind of misunderstand about homelessness i think it's it's always really hard for people to see beyond um people who live on the streets or, yeah. or rough sleepers as as they're commonly referred to and i think when when you think of homelessness or when you ask somebody to think of a homeless person that is immediately um, what they come at that's that's the visual representation of what homelessness looks like and it is a small proportion of of the homeless population 
Um, you have things like hidden homelessness. So that's people, for example, who might be sofa surfing, people who are living in accommodation that's not um, fit for purpose. So if they have mobility issues, for example, but they're living on the 24th floor, um, that's you're technically considered homeless at that point. Your accommodation is is no is not fit for you and your needs. Um, if it's unsafe, um, for a variety of reasons, that could be it's unsafe because of the nature of other people who live in that that accommodation. It could be that it leaks or you know natural disaster has struck. All of that is what we term hidden homelessness, and and that's really. The, the people that we are trying to reach as well. Um, so for me, if, if in terms of sort of challenging stigma around homelessness, it would be reminding people that, yes, rough sleepers are incredibly vulnerable and um, they are homeless, obviously. However, there, you know, there is this whole other layer to it. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. So previously you mentioned that Nightstop kind of targets 16 to 25 year old young people. Why is it that Nightstop like to target that kind of age bracket? What what I found since being a part of Nightstop, because I have worked in other Simon Community Services where we're working at the other end of the spectrum, where you're working with slightly older um, age group. Um, it's people who have um, experience long-term homelessness you know they're in and out of several services for whatever reason for a variety of reasons um, and Simon Community so that that has really been Simon Community Scotland's bread and butter for you know for the past 50 years really is working with people who are already in a, a variety of crisis situations and and I think the key is is we want to be proactive rather than just reactive we don't want to just oh you're homeless right okay now we're going to deal with you we want to oh you're on the brink of homelessness well this is what we're going to do to support you this is how we're going to turn it about for you so rather than having to catch them once it's already happened we want to we want to speak to them before it's happened definitely so you had mentioned there that you used to work with various other charities with homelessness and you had touched on how night stop is kind of a preventative measure rather than a reacting so what other differences is there with night stops approach rather than other charities so one is one one thing that's unique for me again personally coming into night stop glasgow is it's not a statutory service we are funded um through things like big lottery and things like that so mm. we are not tied to where our referrals come from so and this is my favorite thing we can go out to youth organizations we can go out directly making links with youth workers youth organizations young people themselves and all of them can refer into night stop glasgow you do not need to present to your local authority in order to access the support that we can give you um, and i think Personally, the self-referral aspect is a, a huge bonus um, because it means that rather than going through several workers and telling your story over and over and over again, because a lot of the time it's very personal, it's private, it's, it could very well be traumatic experience that, that has led to the situation that you're in, and to have to tell that story over and over again in a way is almost re-traumatising people. Yeah. So the beauty of the self-referral is that you come you speak to one person and that person supports you into a safe place for the night. Night Stop is a night by night service so 
it, and again it's as and when you need it so as long as a young person's been referred into the service we've completed that referral paperwork and we've sort of had a face-to-face -face with them at that point they can then just phone me and go I need somewhere to stay tonight yeah so you had mentioned previously about how the young people just stay in people's homes so how do you actually go about getting people to offer their homes and open their homes to other people so before I came up to Nightstop Glasgow, again working in another service, this time in Community Scotland, and I heard about Nightstop, and that was my question as well. I was like, how, how do you find people? Yeah. Um, and then I moved up um, into Nightstop Glasgow, and I was inundated with people who were interested in hosting, wow. um, and it blew me away. And people's reasonings are so unique in a way but they're also sort of universal it's that moment of when they have they've in a way they've all spoken to me about you know they've had that moment where they've put they've donated money to somebody on the street and and had that moment where they've realized well i've helped you for an hour what what happens yeah. once you've spent that loose change or once you know once you've had that sandwich that i've given you I've, you know, I've kept you fed for an hour. That, that's, that's that. Yeah. And they've, they've wanted to do more. They've wanted to be a part of a, a sustainable change for young people. Yeah. And again, when we were sort of researching um, the need for Nightstop Glasgow um, prior to opening, um, we found that there was 58 young people that could have used our service within a one-year period, um, and. Oh, I forgot where I'm going. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Just how you get people to uh, open their homes to, oh, to hosting. Yeah. Um, so, well, so yeah. So basically, that it's it's been people contacting us. So we we um, advertise on our social media. So we've got a Night Stop Glasgow Facebook page, a, tw a Simon Community Scotland Twitter page, and a Night Stop Glasgow Snapchat page which is completely new to me by the way <laughs> I've been assured all young people are on it um, so that's been a learning curve for me um, so we, we advertise when we're doing our recruitment um, for hosts, Simon Community Scotland do a monthly volunteer information session where we cover all of the volunteering roles um, within the organisation of which there are so many, so unique and some of them, well all of them are fab um, but some of them are really, really unique. Um, and within that, there's a night stop, um, Glasgow sort of part. And then because of the nature of the role, I then will do a follow-up information session for anybody who is interested in hosting. And we really, um, it's a, a, a larger information session that is specifically for night stop Glasgow. And then it, there's an... Uh, I think it's it's either an 11 stage or a nine stage recruitment process that people go through. So that recruitment process at the moment is about two to three months um, yeah. just through recruitment. So we're constantly engaging and they're being trained and there's home visits and there's PVG checks and there's interviews and um, there's lots involved in it. So they're they're learning about the service through through that time and so the hosts that we've we've got involved are phenomenal and they are i, I kind of don't like calling them this but they are ordinary members of the community extraordinary members of the community <laughs> but but just people that want to help they have the the space the time and the drive to yeah. want to help young people um and it's not in a to tokenistic way they see 
the idea behind it. You're not, you are a volunteer. You're the volunteer host. You're not an, an advocate for the young person. You're not a support worker for the young person. We don't ask you to act in, in, um, in that practitioner way. You're a listening ear. You are a safe space for the night. And that's it. And, and what we found from the young people that have used the service, it's just a glimpse into a bit of stability for some people that yeah. they may not have had before and it's your own space and you know everything kind of comes with that things that we take for granted like wi-fi yeah. or being able to charge your phone um yeah so yeah definitely <laughs> so have there been any important like milestones or achievements of either your time in nightstop or of nightstop in general for me personally again every time we support a young person or a, an individual to achieve what they want to achieve of course we get a sense of achievement out of that as well i mean every yeah. everybody's achievement is their own but to be a part of that is it's a privilege that that a lot of people don't get i think and to be on a journey with somebody when they're overcoming something and the sense of utter joy that comes on the other side mm. of that, it's, yeah, it's a privilege to be a part of that. Oh, that's amazing. Do you have any, like, stories or examples of that that come to mind? Yes. Um, <laughs> so a very unique um, story. I mean, Simon Communities Scotland's Youth Homelessness Prevention Team, of which Nightstop Glasgow is a part of. So that's made up of Nightstop Glasgow uh, and Youth Homelessness's Rent Deposit Scheme and the Shared Living Service. Um, you know that it's reasonably it's a reasonably new team it's only been in existence for about a year and a half now um, and we've just had a young person who accessed all three services and in five weeks went from sofa surfing to his own tenancy um, wow. so very quickly what happened was um, we had been out to a, a local um, youth organisation to promote Nightstop Glasgow and the next day they contacted us regarding this young person, referred him into the, the service. Um, we met with him. Um, we were able to accommodate, so that was a Friday. So we were able to accommodate him over the weekend period. Yeah. But what we found with not a lot of research was needed or not a lot of time was needed in order to establish that the young person had presented to the casework team but had been advised that he would need to leave his college course in order to access accommodation when we contacted house and benefit and discussed that the level um he was doing an nc course yeah. which meant he had full entitlement to house and benefit so he was well able to access um long-term accommodation um, so when he was in Nightstop, we organised a referral for the shared living service because he knew somebody that he was already um, keen to share a flat with. Um, and while we actioned that referral, he went into a long-term accommodation. Um, obviously, he wasn't there for very long because shared living were able to source a tenancy forum with a housing association. Um, but when it came to signing the tenancy we found out that they needed four weeks rent in advance and that was when the rent deposit scheme was able to come in uh, so rent deposit scheme will provide a guarantee in place of the upfront cash deposit so basically we will cover any damages or rent arrears up to the value of the deposit that is asked for over the first 12 months of a tenancy uh, we're in place for those 12 months to support the young person 
um, as well as um, help them sort of save up and uh, save up that deposit over the course of the 12 months. So by the time that we withdraw, they have their own deposit sitting, so they can either extend their tenancy or move on to a new tenancy. And the, again, the joy of all three of those services is they're all self-referral services, youth workers, youth organisations, anybody can refer into these services or refer a young person to these services. That's incredible. So how can we as a local community and wider Glasgow actively help young people? The best piece of advice I can give, and it was something that somebody said to me quite recently, was think the best of other people. We've all had a moment where we've not articulated ourselves very well. We, we are coming from a positive place, but the way we've, we've said it can sound, sometimes sound quite ignorant. Or if you're asking a question, I think people are afraid to ask questions now in fear of sounding ignorant or against it in some way. And so my message to everybody would be, if that happens, think the best. Try and think the best of everybody. And I would say that as well for when you are seeing vulnerable people on the street or, or you're hearing about vulnerable people or you're hearing about people who are in crisis situations, try and think the best of them because nobody wakes up in the morning and asks to be homeless. Yeah, definitely. So with that, thinking the best of everyone, and as we are trying to tackle the stigma that comes along with homelessness, is there any message that you would personally like to put out? As well as thinking the best of people, I would also suggest that educate where you can. And in, and I don't just mean that in the sense of educate other people. In, keep yourself informed. It yeah. is so easy to mix facts with opinions and I think sometimes you need to question where your opinions came come from as well um, an experience that I had when I was still um, doing my, my university course I was out on placement and I was working with asylum seekers and refugees and I had never really come into contact with asylum seekers or refugees before and um, I was sitting speaking to a chap who was going through the asylum process and, I w- and he was telling me all of the facts about asylum and I was really upset by the end of it because I realised that subconsciously I was being really judgmental and I had all of all of these opinions that I thought were facts and I was so off the mark it was a real mo- it was a a real sort of life moment for me realising that so I, I would encourage other people to if you hear somebody just making one of those blase comments about any any group of people just ask them why why do you think that what where do you get that information from speak your piece calmly and quietly you don't need to argue with people you don't need to shout you don't need to be impassioned you just (laughs) need to ask why do you think that definitely so lastly, is there anything that you would like to put out there for everyone to know that I haven't asked you about? Um, we do have uh, several volunteer information sessions coming up. Um, so we've got our general Simon Community Scotland volunteer information session. So this covers all of the roles that are available. Um, that is running on Monday the 13th of May at 6 o'clock. Um, it'll be held at our offices, which are at 472 Ballater Street in the Gorbals. 
Um, and on Thursday the 16th is when we're holding our specific Night Stop Glasgow information session. So that would be for anybody who's interested in becoming a host. If you want to become a host, you do need to have a spare room. Um, and we're also looking for chaperones slash drivers um, and we're also looking for call receivers um, because any young people that come into the Night Stop Glasgow service there is 24 hour on call support for both the hosts and the young people um, so if anybody is interested in attending then please um, either contact um, in fact just contact nightstop uh, at simonscotland.org Amazing, well thank you so much well, Thank you so that is me, Courtney Welsh from Bolt FM, and we have been joined with Laura Bachelor today from Nightstop. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Bolt FM, 87.7 Scotland's best youth radio station. Hi, I'm Michelle McManus, and you're listening to the fabulous Bolt FM. And that was Courtney interviewing Laura Bachelor from Nightstop. Um, please look up Nightstop, it's an amazing service and uh, as they pointed out, you can self-refer. Uh, so it's an amazing service for young people. Uh, please check that out. 